Hello, and welcome to the Tiny Moments Podcast. My name is Taylor Francisco, and I'm your host. The Tiny Moments Podcast is all about appreciating those tiny moments in life because one day you're going to look back and realize they were actually the big moments. Expect a lot of conversations about life, self-love, growth, and sometimes TMI. I hope that if you're listening, you take something away from this episode or you feel inspired or maybe you just feel a little bit happier than you did earlier. Thank you so much for being here with me and let's get into it. Hello and welcome to the Tiny Moments Podcast. My name is Taylor from Taylor Francisco Inc. And I am a social media manager, content creator, writer, YouTuber, podcaster, all things digital. And Taylor Francisco Inc. is my social media agency. We handle basically everything that you need to be successful on social media, whether it's management, coaching, graphic design, branding, branded photography and video production, podcast editing, again, all things that you need to be successful on social media. Today's episode is definitely one that's overdue and definitely something I have been feeling a lot of. So there's kind of two parts to this. There is imposter syndrome and then there is knowing when to take your foot off the gas. So I'm going to give you a quick little life update before I hop into all of that. I am currently getting ready to do some traveling. And this is so, (laughs) so long overdue for me. I feel like for all of us, just coming out of two years of lockdowns and restrictions and all of these different things, and especially for me coming out of surgery and this super, super long recovery, like As I'm recording this, it's the end of June and I had my surgery back in November. So it's been a hot minute. It's been a long time of me being cooped up in the apartment. You guys already know this, but I made these travel plans thinking like, you know, by now I would be walking normally and I am very close. I'm very close, but I'm not quite there yet. But I kind of just came to this realization that like, I'm not going to put my life on hold, you know, like I'm going to do the things I want to do. And while it might not be exactly how I imagined it, that is okay. So that being said, I have a bunch of trips coming up. I'm going to Toronto in a few days when I'm recording this. I'm actually going with my dad. We're doing a father daughter trip and it's to celebrate his birthday. My dad has not traveled since I was like three or four years old. Like that's the last time he's been on a plane and I'm 26 turning 27. Like that is such a long time. I'm so excited. We're going to be watching a Blue Jays game. He is a huge sports fan in general. He loves baseball. He loves the Blue Jays. When I was there last time, like six years ago with my friends, I remember taking photos for him of like the stadium and he was just so excited. So I am super pumped to be going with him. And the bonus is that Glenn's actually going to be in Toronto for business in the exact same timeline that my, well, almost the exact same timeline that my dad and I are going to be there. So while he's going to be busy during the day and stuff, we're going to link up in the evening, have dinner and sightsee and do all the fun things. So I'm really excited for that. So we're gone. Yeah. In a few days, it's going to be a quick trip, but when we come home, we're home for like less than two weeks. And then we're heading to LA for two weeks, which I seriously cannot wait. Like 
I know that California is going to be where we end up. I love it there. I just feel so at home, so fulfilled whenever I'm there. So I cannot wait to go there. I have yet to experience California with Glenn. So this is just going to be the most amazing time. And the thing I'm looking forward to most is like obviously being in a new environment, being in an environment that makes me feel inspired and happy. But it's that we don't have an itinerary. Like we're planning, you know, obviously we're planning out things we want to see, things we want to do, places we want to eat. Well, honestly, the only place on my list right now is In-N-Out. And like, I want to do a Whole Foods and Trader Joe's run because I love to have snacks while I'm on the go. Like I just, I don't like the thought of eating out 24 seven. I like to have some options at the Airbnb if I get hungry in the middle of the night or whatever. Anyways, we do not have an itinerary. And that is the thing I'm looking forward to most is just like spending quality time with Glenn, just him and I, unplugged from social media. I'm going to be legit taking a break from work, from social media, from all things. I will probably do like little recap posts um, because I love to post vlogs, whether it's on TikTok or Reels. I love to like create fun videos and and recaps for my stories. So like that doesn't feel like work to me. That's super fun. Even with that though, again, it's a recap at the end of the day or every couple days. Like I'm not going to be on my phone the whole time. We're also going to be doing Universal, which I am so freaking pumped about because last time I was there, I went to Disney, which was obviously incredible. But I just think right now with like my leg and not fully being able to walk, I'd rather pick one. And if I'm going to pick one, I'm going to pick Universal because I haven't been there. And I totally geek out over Jurassic World. There's a new movie out. We're going to see it before we go. And I just can't wait. And then after that, <laughs> we're going to Minneapolis to watch Kendrick, the Kendrick concert. It's going to be a little road trip with our friend Oscar. And then after that, we're going to Vancouver to see Kehlani, who is literally in my top 10 favorite artists of all time. Like that is going to be one. Well, actually, Kendrick is in there too, which is insane because I get to see both of them like this summer. But those are like well, Kehlani specifically, I know all the lyrics to all her songs, every single freaking album. So it's going to be a vibe. My goal is to like make eye contact with her and just tell her I love her. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot of travel plans. There's a lot of things to look forward to. There's a lot that I'm enjoying in this present moment and just all around good vibes. But Again, today's episode, I wanted to talk about imposter syndrome and also knowing when to take your foot off the gas. So we'll start with this whole imposter syndrome thing. It's really interesting because we just celebrated passing one year with my business on June 1st. And I threw this party. We went to Tommy's on Corden, which is like a local pizza shop. It's very bougie. It's very cute. They have this private room upstairs where you can play your own music. It has its own restroom. So it was just very like private, very cute. I had custom cookies made with my logo. I had business cards. I had thank you cards printed out that Patrick designed. Patrick is our content creator and graphic designer on the TF Inc. team. And Emmeline brought me one-year balloons. She came and she took photos. A bunch of my closest, closest friends and family were there. And also, this was so crazy. So Glenn started like shushing the room. And legitimately, I thought for a second, I'm like, 
oh my God, is he proposing? Which like, I know that's not it because we have talked about it. I would prefer to get engaged when I'm not on crutches. <laughs> I would prefer to not have it in front of like all of these people and also like at a business event. So like logically, obviously he was not going to, but for a second I was like, oh my God, is this it? Anyway, it was not it. He was shushing the room so that he could give me a couple gifts. So the first one was this beautiful, real gold, real diamond necklace that him and Emmeline thought of together and like gathered all my friends. Everyone pitched to get me this amazing, like, oh, like I'm literally lost for words thinking about it. Just this incredible, thoughtful gift. And if you know me, you know, I love to give gifts. I love to get them. I couldn't cry though, because there was so many phones in my face. Um, everyone was recording video, which is amazing. I'm glad I have the footage, but I was just like, I was stunned and just so shocked. And then he also got me a pair of Nike all white Air Force Ones with my freaking logo on it. Just like so incredible. So anyways, all of that happened. And honestly, I'm going to tell you, I was so anxious all night. Like I, I enjoyed myself, but I wasn't fully present. I, I had the night kind of split up into sections because I wanted to make sure I could one, invite everyone into this small space, but two, just be able to be present with everyone. So I wanted it to be in groups. So then that way there's not 40 people and I'm scrambling to like have conversation with everyone. I kind of wanted like, again, small groups so I could connect personally with each and every person. And anyway, it didn't happen. The food came out a little bit later than I had thought it was going to, which was fine. It was just like things were not going as I planned. And normally I'm very chill with that. Like I'm very, it's okay. Like I'm going to go with the flow. But in this case, for some reason I wasn't. And I know for sure a large part of my anxiety that night was just the imposter syndrome, which is so weird because we're here celebrating this milestone. But in my head, I'm thinking like, oh, you know, is this even a big deal or am I just making it a big deal? Like, you know, everyone's congratulating me on my success. And then I'm thinking, am I really successful? Like, are they going to find out that I ain't shit? You know, like just the weirdest thoughts. And these are not my normal day-to-day thoughts, but I find that it comes up a lot. These thoughts come up a lot whenever I reach a goal or pass a milestone or decide to celebrate something a little more publicly or even just with a close group of friends, because I truly do believe that everything in life is worth celebrating. Like life is just too short to have things be mediocre, like make a big deal out of everything, you know, celebrate everything, have fun, like do all the things. That's truly my belief and how I was raised. But then also like when it comes to, I don't know, doing this stuff as an adult and as a business owner, like freaks me out. So that was a really weird experience. And literally for an entire week after, and I mean, obviously there's a lot of other things going on uh, in my personal life. And then also just with, you know, my surgery recovery, like it's taking so long. I'm just over being on the crutch and, you know, there's a lot of layers, but that's the thing. Like, we just celebrated this happy thing. And then here I am in my head. And one thing that really helped me during that time and kind of coming out of it now is that like everybody experiences that. 
you guys already know, I am a huge fan of Ed Milet. He is a businessman. He has a podcast. He's so inspirational. He's such a wonderful person and he is wildly successful. Like this dude has bought islands, a million cars, jets, like all of those things. And everybody freaking loves him. He's on the Skinny Confidential podcast quite often. Like he is the shit. (laughs) Okay. He's so successful. And he recently just wrote a book and he had a podcast episode on that. And then he was also on the Skinny Confidential, which is another one of my favorite podcasts. And he was talking about imposter syndrome and how he gets scared that people are going to realize he's not all that special, which is like, to me, it's comforting to know that no matter what level of success you reach, you are always going to, and maybe not everybody, but some people are always going to feel that feeling for a second. It's important to like sit with it and just remember why it's not true because feelings are not facts. They're not truth. They're just feelings, right? And so that was really comforting to me. Another moment that was really comforting to me, and you guys are going to get to hear this episode soon. It is so incredible. I had the opportunity to interview Kate from Nowadays Studio. She is like mega talented, mega successful, super well-known here in Winnipeg. She has a social media agency. She's also a super talented photographer, all things digital like myself. And she has been a huge inspiration for me and just honestly like a role model. Like whenever I want some inspo. I always find myself on her website and on her page. She fully knows this. Like (laughs) I make sure to always let her know because as business owners, we can just forget sometimes that like people are inspired by what we're doing. Maybe they don't say anything. So I always make a point to say something. Anyways, we've developed this like friendship over the years, just over Instagram. And we've worked together a couple times. She has approached me for influencer work, which is so nice. And just, yeah, all these great things, right? And so I was interviewing her and honestly, the questions I was asking were obviously like ones I knew you guys would resonate with and that, you know, fit the Tiny Moments podcast vibe and our energy. But also I had a lot of selfish questions where I was like, how do you deal with imposter syndrome? How do you stay organized and all these things? And her answers truly surprised me. I'm not going to give it all away because I would rather you listen to the episode because it's so golden. But Even she was talking about how she still sometimes is super nervous. She still sometimes is doubtful. She still experiences imposter syndrome. And this is someone I look at and think, holy shit, she has her shit together, which she does. Don't get me wrong. But it's just, again, that human experience, right? It's like, no matter how successful she is in my eyes or in anyone else's or even in hers, like that is still a normal human thing to experience. And so after having that conversation and hearing Ed Milet talk about it and just, you know, talking it out with Glenn and my friends, like I realized that it's okay to feel those things and it's very normal and it's okay to sit with it. And the moral of this story and why I'm even talking about it right now is because I just think it's really important that instead of, you know, looking at these feelings that are really uncomfortable, maybe they're negative, maybe you really don't like them. It's important to just sit with them sometimes. I feel like 
what I've done for so long is like, if I'm feeling sad or if I'm experiencing anxiety or I'm feeling angry or anything that's literally not joyful to the max, I think there's something wrong with me. I feel like I have to fix it. I feel like I'm not allowed to feel these feelings or I'm not supposed to because, you know, things with my business are going well. Like how ungrateful am I to feel these things? But a big lesson and realization that I've learned and that I'm having is like, actually emotions are just part of the human experience. It's okay to have them. And actually it's better to sit with them, let them pass. I mean, obviously I'm not going to sit here and dwell for six hours. Like I'm very self-aware when, you know, I'm feeling a thing. I recognize it. And then sometimes I really just need to change my environment to like get out of it. But again, I don't want to view it as like negative. I do want to allow myself to feel the things. I want to validate myself by saying to myself, you know, these feelings are valid. Here's why. And then here's all of the supporting evidence against it. (laughs) You know, like one thing Glenn always says to me, because I often ask him like, do you think I'm successful? Okay. And why? And he always says, well, are you paying the bills with your business? Like, is this your side hustle? Do you have another job or is your business literally funding your life, you know, and that's all I need to hear. And, you know, obviously I can tell myself that and I'm super blessed to have a partner who will reassure me in those moments. I feel like that's so important and very grounding for me. Again, I can do it myself, but I really, really appreciate when Glenn and he's always willing to do it, but when he's willing to do it. And so, yeah, I just kind of wanted to share that. And I just felt like it was important to talk about because Again, I feel like often we're trying to avoid any sort of negative feeling or we think we're ungrateful because we have these great lives and great people in our lives and maybe a great business that we've built or a job that we're working that we're really, really enjoying. And then when we feel negative emotions, we're like, oh, I'm so ungrateful. I shouldn't feel this. But like, it's a human experience. You can be grateful and sad at the same time. You can be grateful and anxious about all the work you have to do, even though you love it. Like those two things can exist at the same time. And we've talked about that before, but this specifically was kind of that whole imposter syndrome thing. And along with that, I think it's just important to celebrate all of those tiny moments. (laughs) But you know, really like celebrate the tiny moments and really like relish in it because there was a time where you wished for the things that you have now, you know, whether you were little or whether it was two months ago or a year ago, there are things that have happened and that you've accomplished that you really were manifesting or wishing for back then. So that's also something that really helps ground me and reminds me how far I have come. Now, the second thing I wanted to talk about, because for me right now, these are themes that are going hand in hand is knowing when to take your foot off the gas. So What's really interesting is like, I kind of had the mindset after the one year, I was like, okay, I'm ready to like take the summer off and, you know, let my team handle more things and whatever. And then that made me anxious because I was like, well, you know, I feel like maybe I should be landing a lot more clients and I should be doing X, Y, and Z. And honestly, I think that is society talking. I think that's hustle culture talking. I think I... 
I need a break. Okay. I had the most intense surgery. I've had the hardest like seven months ever. And I deserve to go on these trips. I deserve to unplug. And aside from just, you know, being a human and deserving those things, when it comes to taking time off and becoming inspired, like I know that when I take time off work and when I am fully present and I'm unplugged, like I always come back feeling way more inspired. And even if I'm not necessarily feeling inspired, I just feel rested. Therefore, I'm bringing a better version of myself to my team, to my partner, to my business, to social media, like everything benefits when I am feeling good. It's a ripple effect, right? And so I had to remind myself of that. And I honestly still have to remind myself, like I'm sure when I'm in LA, I might feel guilty for a second or two because I'm not working. Even now I find myself like, you know, obviously I've put in so many hours of work and honestly, I still do work quite a few hours. I, you know, have built this team from the ground up. I've done years and years of research and courses and my own experimenting with the algorithm and content that works and content that doesn't and creating content. And I've learned how to do it a lot faster than most people because I've put in so many years, right? But for some reason still, I think it's because, you know, I was taught from a young age, you have to work really hard for money. And this is what we've all been taught, right? Like in society, you have to work so hard. Like if you're resting, like you could be doing X, Y, and Z to grow yourself and all these things. So when I am like at the park, enjoying the sunshine, the fresh air, or I'm on my couch watching Netflix and I see emails going out from my team members, like handling client correspondence, I literally feel guilty. (laughs) And like, again, like I am handling everything admin. Like there are so many things that I am doing, but in those moments where I can rest and some things are being taken care of, I feel so guilty. And that's one thing I'm learning and really leaning into this summer is like, you know what? Like I actually don't have to top my last month every single month. Like being a new business owner for the longest time, every month I would have a new client on the roster or a new influencer on the influencer management side of things or a new brand deal, a new project. And while those are all amazing, like I realize that with exactly what I'm doing now, I'm comfortable and I'm happy and my team is comfortable and they're happy. And so like, why do I for July and August have to top my previous two months, right? Like it just doesn't it doesn't make sense. And if I'm, if that doesn't feel super aligned because I know I want and need to rest and just be present and take a moment and then that's okay. You know, like it's so interesting that I am someone who preaches all the time about rest and how rest is productive. But then when it comes to my business, I'm like, oh, well, I really should top what I did last month, you know? And that's just something that I'm learning and leaning into this summer is like, I'm ready to take my foot off the gas. I actually, I actually ended a couple of offers that I was doing collaboratively with some of my colleagues and my friends, because I just knew that, you know, those commitments required me to be there in person, to commit to X amount of, you know, hours of work. And I just was not feeling aligned with that anymore. I also realized that I don't want to make 
a whole ton of plans super, super in advance because often when the time comes, sometimes I'm tired or sometimes like I'm feeling anxious that day or sometimes I really just want to stay home and watch Netflix or just sit outside in the sun and talk to no one. Like I have a very limited social battery these days and honestly, I can't tell if it's because of COVID or because of my I don't want to say maturity, but just how I've grown as an adult and maybe who I am now compared to who I was six years ago. I can't really put my finger on what it is, but I do know that I require a lot of recharge time. I require a lot of alone time. I require a lot of quality time with Glenn and just like time to not have to talk to anyone or do anything. I really need to recharge. So that's another commitment that I'm making to myself this summer. So along with, you know, closing down those collaborative offers that I did have before, which required me to be there in person and do X amount of hours of work. I also am making more spontaneous plans. So I don't even want to say like, oh, I'm not doing, you know, I'm not doing plans. I just, I'm making it a point to say, you know what, I want to make more spontaneous plans. And that feels more aligned for me. And then it's not such a negative thing. Like, obviously, I still have a couple of things in the calendar, like some co-working dates. I actually had a co-working date with Sage and Julia the other day. If you're from Winnipeg, you definitely know who they are. <laughs> and I was so freaking productive. I think just like being out of the apartment and in a different environment and with people who are also working just help me really get into my zone. So things like that. I mean, I'm not super packed to the brim. I have a couple of those that are planned, I think for July and that feels good to me. And honestly, if I need to move those plans, it won't be the end of the world. But yeah, I think I'm just... I'm sharing because I think it's really important to know when to take your foot off the gas. And obviously I realize that, you know, a lot of people don't have the same work structure as I do, where mine is really flowy. I can kind of decide, you know, if I want to work more on Tuesday to take some time off on Wednesday. I understand that's not everyone's reality. You know, I used to work serving jobs. I used to teach like, you know, having a typical kind of nine to five where I'm committing to eight hours a day. But there are so many little things you can do to change how much you're prioritizing rest, right? Like when I was in university, I would make sure, let's say Friday night rolls around and I know I'm going to have FOMO, but I know I really need time to rest. Like I would legit schedule in my personal time. Or even if it's like a quick Saturday morning meditation, like there's just a lot of things you can do to, to, to create opportunities for you to rest, regardless of you know what your lifestyle is or how much time Again, I know I'm like really lucky in that I have a lot of freedom with this now, but yeah, I think everybody can make a little more time for rest. So that is it for today. I really want to talk about imposter syndrome and the importance of resting and how it's actually productive because those are just two really big themes that have shown up for me in the last month or so. And I feel like I'm finally coming out on the other side where I've learned the lesson. I've come to the realization. Now I'm applying it and it feels aligned. It feels good. I've, I've come to terms with those things. That's not to say that I'm not going to struggle with it at some point again. I know that I will. And I know I'll cross that bridge when I get there. It might be really tough. It might be easier this time around. But regardless, now I have a little bit more experience. 
So thank you so, so much for hanging out with me for the last like 30-ish minutes. I appreciate you so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it on Instagram and tag me. I absolutely love to see that you're listening. I love your feedback. I love to see where you're listening. I think it's like the coolest thing ever when people are like, oh, you know, I was on my morning walk or driving to work or whatever it is, because literally that's where I listen to podcasts. And I just think it's so cool that you chose me to hang out with, with, you know, whatever you're doing. So I would love if you could share. Obviously, if you want to keep up with me, you already know where I'm at on Instagram. I'm at Taylor Francisco. I'm also at Tiny Moments Podcast and at Taylor Francisco Inc. And I actually am on TikTok again, which is so weird because I have been resisting (laughs) getting onto that app again, but I realized just how much video content I'm really taking with my Instagram stories and reels. So I might as well post it there too. I think there's definitely going to be a lot of different content, like maybe some pranks on Glenn. We all love those. So if you guys want to keep up with my journey there, it's the same handle as my personal Instagram. So at Taylor Francisco, and I will see you next week on Monday at 7am central time. Bye.